Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Project Lead Class Stars. I'm sure you guys are very familiar with what Class Stars is all about, but just in case you're not familiar with what Class Stars is about, um, it's a series by Project Lead where we basically speak to people who have finished from the university top of their class. That's me putting it simple. But it's focused on academic excellence where we have first class graduates from all over the world tell their academic stories and encourage our secondary school students and undergraduates to strive for and achieve the best so as to get great jobs, access opportunities, and to become great leaders in their chosen fields or endeavor. That's basically what Clusters is all about. And um, on today's episode, I have somebody who finished from a university in Nigeria. For those who are Nigerians, you know how what it means for you to finish top of your class in Nigeria, in a Nigerian federal university. So he's... David Folloranshaw is a first-class graduate in computer engineering from the prestigious Obafemi Awolowo University in Ife. He graduated top of his class and served as an assistant in Christian Association of Nigerian Secretariat, Sokoto State. He currently works as a systems administrator at Wemabank PLC and he has a very strong information technology background, both theoretical and practical. So he has served as IT support service engineer at the bank, and he has demonstrated knowledge of server maintenance, hardware repair, troubleshooting, and the like. So these are a lot of techie stuff. That's what our um, class star today is bringing to the table. But most importantly, we're going to hear about his journey and how he was able to come top of his class. So hello, David. Hi, good, good day, Marumi. Good day, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. It's good to be here at this moment. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you for joining us on Class Stars today. So I'm really, really, really itching to hear about how you made first class in Nigerian University with the course you studied. First of all, um, I want you to I want you to throw some light on what it means to study in a Nigerian federal university because a lot of people may not understand. <laughs> but tell us, just briefly, tell us about it. Okay, um, thank you once again. Um, so basically, for those that are Nigerians, know that okay, first of all, the struggle in the Nigerian sector, academic sector, is getting into the university. Mm-hmm. That's like the first point where you have to tussle, drag, and the likes. I remember for myself, um, after secondary school, I I did jam. I had my I did my jam once. I did the post TME, then got the I actually got the admission immediately. But funny story, I didn't resume school for like about nine months. What I got happened? the admission already. So the school was actually on strike. <laughs> so they've been on strike so they had to they had to cover up for the time that they had lost so basically i was at home and everybody was like ah, i thought you said you gained admission 
why is it at home? Are you deceiving us? Are you trying to just play smart with us? If you didn't get admission, it's not a new thing. I was like, I got admission, but we have not resumed and the likes. So the idea is in the educational sector of Nigeria, they're still the first part of the struggle to get in. I have yeah. so many friends of mine that didn't even get in at the first trial. So mm. that's that's where the struggle comes from in starts from in Nigeria after you finish your secondary school. Then the next thing is you need to um how to balance in an environment where the, the, the people that are there are not they, I don't I don't want to use I don't want to be negative but I, I the idea is just that everybody has a kind of the kind of mentality they carry. For instance, there are some of the lecturers and teachers that believe so much that okay, while I was taking this course on my undergraduate days, I couldn't make a, an A. I couldn't get an A. So mm-hmm. why would somebody do my course now? I would get an A. Get it's, an A. Yeah. It's more like uh, it's more like uh, I was also very brilliant. I was smart. Why would I? Why would somebody else now come? Then I'm not doing it right. That's the idea for me, mm. lecturer. David, I David, had... before before you proceed, there's something I normally hear okay. about Nigerian universities where um, some lecturers will tell you a tutu that that's if if you're so brilliant, you you maybe get a tutu, and a two <laughs> one is for them, and don't even go near a first class. That is for God. I've heard that. Yeah, 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 is, that, yeah. is that what you're trying okay. to explain now? So basically, um, okay, for me though, I I didn't really have that as um, I didn't have a one-on-one encounter with that, but it was there were stories that we had. Even mm-hmm. while I took a particular course, I remember then the lecturer was blatant with us, and he came straight to the point and said, while he was an graduate, he studied about eight hours daily, and he didn't make a first class. That how come we we don't even study as much as he did, and you want to make a first class? Mm. That no, he doesn't think anybody <laughs> in his faculty or in his department can make a first class. So the whole ideology of so when those kind of lecturers take a course, they tell you the A grade is for anybody that has God on their back. Like uh-huh. God is the one that is writing the exam for you. <laughs> then the B grade is for okay, I might be nice enough, or I might be lenient enough to say okay, there are some few sets of smart minds that I can give B. But see, okay, then the best of you guys can have C. Mm-hmm. Then the rest of you should share the remaining grades, D oh, and yes. D. <laughs> I've done, I did about three, four, five courses like that. But I just thank God for the opportunity because so many of them were the va- they were the ones that even taught me much more lessons about life. Because it was from there I was able to pick some basic lessons about life that everything would definitely not be just a smooth sail. I imagine myself that if I had maybe gotten an A all through, I was always having A's and B's, no C's, no D's. I will tell you here, yeah, I had E, I had D. <laughs> really? But those were those those were actually those were the ones that were the ones that made me think out of the box. Like, okay, if I okay, let me give an example. I did a course while I was in my 300 level, and I had a D. But in my mind, I was like, no, David, you are smarter than this. Why would? somebody in your class get to see in a course that is though okay in reality that course nobody had an A in my class actually nobody okay. so that was what consoled me in this so I had it I now I sat down and thought what was I what did I do right so I thought about it made plans and then the next semester the same course but the second part of it mm. I had an A the same it was the same it was continuation of the course there were some things that I now started to do differently the moment I realized that okay I guess the first semester I didn't I didn't pay attention to this I didn't do this so that's why I said those particular courses where I had terrible grades were the ones that shaped my that shaped me so 
the educational system that let me just give you a summary is it's it's actually maybe i'll say we are we're getting somewhere we're going somewhere in the educational system in nigeria but basically as it is now there are a lot of discouragements on the way so many things that discourage you in the sense that but in life generally there are lots of discouragement so it's not just the educational system but the way it is fashioned it's fashioned more like to make you get a bit frustrated if you are not smart mm. or if you are not resilient so that's yeah. Amazing, thank you. Um, you mentioned some points which I wanted us to actually talk about. I was actually going okay. to ask you that were you a straight up straight A student from year one, or at what point did you start picking your battles to say, This first class, I have to get it? Okay, in in all reality, in all sincerity, actually, I didn't when I got in. Okay, I had um, I kind of that. Sometimes when I see some things, I try to, as much as possible, dodge them. Mm. So I realized that when I got in in my year one, and I saw, I attended a tutorial class then, and I saw some guys, they were asking some questions about some courses we were going to take that semester. And I saw some guys already talking about it, saying this is how you do this, this is how you solve this question. I was like, were we sent some um, handouts while we are home? What's going on? I thought everybody just resumed. To campus why do you guys know this and i don't know it so i got this question i told i was i even prayed i said god can you just give me a two one and let me leave this school in peace because i've had terrible stories about this school but okay luckily for me one of the things i would say that i would also want to chip in is the right friendships i want to try to, to be better i had mm. a friend that i met and no matter where i tell my story i have to always mention him his name is timothy Allo. He was a he was in, an engineering student like myself. So we we're doing basically the same courses in year one. So this guy was the the book addict. He was like addicted to his books. He was not mm-hmm. ready to even let go of his. So whenever I, and he was my roommate, luckily for me. Oh, so whenever you. I was going out to read, I was always feeling uncomfortable. That why would my someone that we are doing the same courses go out to read and I stay in my room and stay? I want to rest. I want to do something. So it motivated me to go out to read together. It was tough for me because I, I, from secondary school, as much as I read, I do late night readings, but the atmosphere was different. Mm. The courses were more bulky. The, the, the way the lecturers were expected. So even this same friend of mine, we are, sometimes we have 8 a.m. classes. He gets there by 5 a.m. I'm telling him, dude, this class is supposed to start for 8. Why are you going by? He said he wants to stay in front. He doesn't want to stay at the back. He wants to hear every single thing the lecturer is saying. So, for on some of the first few times I actually followed him because I was like, it shouldn't look as though I'm not serious in my own academics. Let me follow this guy. <laughs> so I followed him. We stay in the class sometimes, we just sit down in the class, waited for almost three hours before the lecturer comes in for the lecture at all. So it was but we definitely sat at the front, got every detail of the lecture, like that way that because some courses like that were up to a thousand. Wow. So basically, if you didn't come in earlier. You might miss most of the um discussions in the class so the 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 whole idea of finishing the first class didn't come when i was in my year one in okay. year one i was just the idea was i just wanted to survive the mm-hmm. idea is this is a this is a war zone i just needed to survive so what year Everybody did you decide had... you needed to finish with the first class was okay, it so i guess that was that was my no it's not like i made the decision then i always dreamt about it but it didn't actualize till I got to my 400 level. That was, I had, a, I started a five-year course. So it was until I was in my four, I got into my 400 level. That was when I said, okay, 
I think this is a possibility then I must push through for it and it wasn't too late for you then it wasn't too late for you then the reason why it wasn't too late was because my results from year one were not too bad bad okay if I had if I I had been so lackadaisical about things from year one it would have been a very very late time from go the results were still they were still in purple I was not in the first class from year one to year three yet until the 400 level but I saw that okay it was a possibility and then I pushed for it yeah okay so earlier on when you were talking um you said you started to do some things differently when you saw that okay this wasn't working or this could be possible you started to do some things differently let's talk about some things you did differently give me uh, give me an example or a few examples of some changes you had to make to get to where you got to Okay. First of all, I would I would actually love to um, say something that I did because of my dad. Actually, he was he he was, he's also an engineer, so I guess he has a bit of knowledge about so many things on in our part. So, for instance, when I was in year one, I didn't fancy the idea of late night readings. I always felt if you have read during the day, the late night should not be your, you should not stress yourself mm. it should be necessary but I realized that if you were going to cover all you need to cover you need to pay that sacrifice you need to pay that sacrifice and I remember my dad always telling me he would tell me about um, the late of Africa, I look over, that said uh, whenever my friends were going out to party I was there burning the midnight candle so I was always there so I needed to pay that sacrifice I didn't I couldn't I normally slept when I was at home sometimes 8pm 9pm 7pm but I got to campus, I couldn't do that again. I had to mm. stretch myself. I had to do better. Secondly, another thing I know I did differently was I I cut down on the kinds of friends that I had. As much as that might sound funny, mm-hmm. I knew that I didn't need a lot of friends to get where I was going, but I needed some certain kinds of friends. I didn't need to be everybody's guy. I just needed yeah. to be some, I just needed to know the kind of person I needed to attach myself to. That's okay, this person needed me, I needed the person one way or the other. So that was the second thing I did differently. Then another thing I would also emphasize on is I didn't believe, I always I don't always believe that things happen just normally. In for instance, the scenario I gave you the other time about the course I did in the first semester, and in the second semester I had a name in the same course. I realized that I don't believe when something happens and I didn't get the result I was expecting, I believe that okay, there must have been something I didn't do correctly. So I sit down and take time to think about it. What didn't I do correctly? Before I just jump into doing the next thing again. Okay, for instance, mm. I did a test. I read for the test and I got the result and it wasn't too nice. I would definitely think about it. I said, okay, okay, David, there must have been something that you didn't do right. Maybe there was something the lecturer was expecting from you that you didn't fulfill. So I always did critical thinking while I was in school. Mm. Think not just critical about thinking. The like think about it. Okay, if something didn't work, Okay, something worked yesterday and today it didn't work. There must have been something that changed. What changed? So that's part of what I used to do. Interesting. Interesting. If I, you've, you've almost basically covered everything we have to, to to speak on. But let's talk about your let's talk about your challenges. Okay, what way apart from the lecturers and the mindset and everything that surrounded schooling in a federal university in Nigeria? 
um, what other challenges did you face while you were at school? So anything, maybe financial, maybe you were distracted, but just just tell me what you faced. Okay, okay so um, I would have said uh, financial, but basically I was actually fortunate enough while I got my um, 200, 300 level, I got a scholarship um, from um, MTN, um, MTN Foundation. So that really right. helped a lot to cover and bridge the gap of finances. So I didn't need to even disturb my parents. And in reality, I also did a lot of other jobs in on campus, as funny as in my scene. I took tutorials, did this, did that for people and the likes of. But when you talk about challenges, one of the challenges I would say I faced was the fact that um I I always found it difficult to communicate with her, to relate with my lecturers because they were not they were not available. Mm, <laughs> so even imagine. while I graduated, <laughs> while I graduated, so one of my lecturers, but not one of my my um, um staff advisor said, Am I a student of this class? Like I how did I finish the first class and they didn't know me? I was surprised. I said that's to show you that there was no interaction. So you couldn't ask questions. Maybe you were confused about some stuff. There was no... Mm. So... Alright, so the next thing I, I was talking about was that I I don't know really interaction challenges, basically. After the, uh, the fact that they, most of our lecturers couldn't interact with our lecturers, I really don't see challenges. So it's very difficult for me to tell you or place one challenge that I face because most of the time, whenever I see something as a challenge, I get the solution. So it's always good. I always felt that, okay. So how do you get the solution? Again, is it a mindset that, thing? Is it, do you deal with it first, okay. first from your mindset or how? Okay, how so you see the challenges? That's, that's, that's actually correct. I For my mindset, the mindset I had was that Nigerian University and institution was was made to make me feel that in your reality that was a, that's what I always felt. I felt mm. the institution was made to make me feel. So what do I need to do extra that would make me fulfill the desire of the body? Yeah. I don't really get my point. So yeah. whenever challenges come, it didn't really look like a challenge. But I knew that okay, that's how it was supposed to be. But I now need to change the way I was going to think. I don't really get my point. Yes, so sometimes okay. We're in your hostel and there's no light to reach. There are times that you're supposed to start exams tomorrow, and all of a sudden blackout all through the campus. And the school knows that there is supposed to be exams tomorrow. Mm. And for some of us, some of our course uh, content or uh, lecture notes were soft copies. Your laptop was dead. Your phone was down. No way to even revise, even if you had read. So I always had the mindset that okay, the school had already made plans for us to fail. fail. So what do we do? <laughs> Let's just find a way to go above what they, their intentions and get better. So in those situations like that, okay, I can just say that, okay, let's go to somewhere if we can stand and sometimes we go to some places, we stand there because you don't leave your phone in one place to charge and go. Somebody could just call, pick it up and just leave. Mm. Stand there all night just to get enough electricity on your phone or your devices. Go back to your room. The time you're supposed to be easy to read was that you're used to stand at the point you're supposed to. So you get so tired, you want to read, you couldn't read. But you, I just already had my that okay, this is how this is the way the system is. I just need to get better. But like you said, it's just the mentality I had that Yeah, things, I think it was more of your mentality life, shift. Yeah. Even in life, I believe that maybe because of the fact that the country I am, I always believe that 
things are not supposed to go, they don't go normal. So sometimes, even when it, so maybe it's now a soft, uh, somebody will say it's a suffering mentality. Sometimes if things work out easily, I find I'll, I'll look like I'm suspecting something, something, why is this thing working so easily like this? So mm. it's just a mentality. So when challenges come, it was always easy to get them sorted. What points do you have for other computer engineering students, maybe in the university today? So what okay. advice or what would you tell them to look out for to be able to be clusters as well? Okay, um, that's that, that's that's a great one. So um, for different institutions, I have actually had time to discuss with a whole lot of um, students from different places. I had some of them contacting me from some schools that Oh, I'm looking for an IT placement. Where do what do you think? What line do you think I should go in? The first thing I want to just I would just like to say is that every um institution and everywhere the the the, the plane is always the terrain is always different. So you need to study your where you are and know what works. If you don't get what works, you would tr- keep on trying. I tell people because um as a last some month some few months ago, I went back to where I was invited as a guest um guest speaker for some uh, some about some 300 students to discuss with them about because we're about to start exams one of the things i said was that know the terrain you are that is know what works what works for this guy in engineering might not work for you like in business administration okay. so can you get what works and then follow i wouldn't be able to tell you this is what works do this like this do that i'm not able to tell you purely like that but i can give you some insights on what i did but i'm not guaranteeing you that it's going to work for you like that but I'm telling you that if you can sit down and understand what works, then you get it easily. Then for engineering students, one of the things that I've realized even now that I'm out of school is that this world is not ready to pay for us. I don't let me say the world is not ready to sacrifice a lot for you. Like they are ready to sacrifice a lot for what skill your certificate comes with. I don't know whether you get my point. So for we that were in tech, yeah. it's expected that. As much as you are doing those courses theoretically, you practicalize them, get familiar with them. Because in all sincerity, even companies out here, uh, as much as I finished the first class, many people would have rejected me if I didn't have the necessary skills. They are like, mm. somebody, I, I was in an interview and somebody told me straight to my face and said, your first class doesn't matter here. Mm. All we need is, what can you do? Okay, you I, I yeah. felt embarrassed. I almost felt angry. Like, <laughs> like after all the hard work I've done, you're telling class. my first class doesn't matter. After the hard work, why would you tell me that? I also, I, only, I, I was even imagining saying, at least you could encourage me and say, okay, finish with the first class means you can learn anything you want to learn. But this guy was just blatant to me and said, your first class doesn't mean anything here. I actually turned down the job actually because I felt I that I'm not supposed to be here. If this is how you are going to start me on my first time here, then I, I don't mm, think I should be I here. I don't deserve to be here. Mm. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is that for everybody, especially those are in engineering, don't just get the theoretical skills, the theoretical knowledge. Hmm. Indeed, that my my profile tells you I have theoretical and practical skills. So yeah. if you call me today to come and teach you something on computer, I can teach it. And if you tell me to practicalize it, I will practicalize it 100 percent So that's one of the things that I feel anyone that is doing computer. So how can how can they get practical knowledge? How can they get practical knowledge? What should they do to gain experience? Okay, so okay, so so one of the things that our education system didn't fail at or that is doing very, very well is the um industrial training and all these IT attachments that they 
incorporated into the system okay. it makes things so so fun because okay. you get to do a lot of practicals i remember then 200 level 300 level we did a lot of practicals on though the school was not the one that was monitoring us but for me i was i even worked at computer village for to know how funny it was i went there to check how do you ever work on computers let's say i leave school today and somebody said david can you lose or can you disassemble an hardware computer i needed to learn it so i went there i was there for like a month just learning oh, wow. that so the opportunity is there when you're on holidays you should know that maybe because of the mindset we have in nigeria holidays are not just for fun for fun Get and yourself relaxing do something learn mm. the skill not just for fun as much as you calm down from the old stress of school but learn a skill do some courses online get equipped that's just it it's now very very easy so many platforms are organizing free mentorships and the like so you get things easily now so it's it's very very easy to even get practical knowledge now amazing david thank you so so much okay so but what advice would you also have for people who are not computer engineering students but they're just students in school and they're feeling like okay if a computer engineer could finish with the first class i too can do it so generally what advice do you have for them hello i didn't get that oh sorry about that it was probably the so i said generally um there are other people listening to this who are not computer engineers what advice do you have for them okay. on finishing top of their class that's not restricted to just computer okay so so the base the, one of the most important things is apart from maybe god based on what whatever religion you or you profess mm-hmm. the level of, your level of consistency must be high that is mm-hmm. you need to be consistent because I, you know, I told you, I said it was at 400 level, I knew I was going to finish the first class. But let me tell you, if my year one, year two results were not able to match up, I would have just been a dreamer. So it just means I like said you, need that I didn't start, you need to start from... You need to start from a level of consistency if you want to end up like that. Okay. Don't, let, don't be deceived. Somebody that started school with a 3.0, 3.5 out of a 5-point GPA, the probability that that person finishes the first class is very, very low. Compared to myself, I didn't have a first class in the year. I was above four points all through my years in school. I didn't ever have a GPA lesser than the four points, okay. which meant that I was there was a level of consistency. You just mm. need to be consistent. That's the mm. that helps or assists to get out of school with a first class degree. Okay, um, so that's it from David. He has actually shed light on a lot of things. And just a quick recap on what he said. Um, he said everything won't be a smooth sail. There are lots of discouragements, especially schooling in this part of the world, Nigeria. So you need to understand that and not expect that things to be rosy. And then he also mentioned that the right friendships drive you to be better. So pick your friends, pick your study groups, make sure they're the right ones for you. Um, They also mentioned that you sometimes need to sacrifice your late nights to cover all you need to do in school. So um, I I think it basically depends on what works for you. If during the day works, if late night works, but you may not have so much time during the day, meaning you have to sacrifice your late nights. Please do it if you have to cut down on some friendships as well some you just don't need some things when when you have 
when you have a goal when you have a vision right in front of you you don't need some distractions and then he mentioned that we should reaccess reassess what you what you did not do correctly critical thinking he said he always had to do critical thinking okay what did i do right what didn't i do right how can this be better i think that's really important as well then when advising people, he, he said you should know what works where you are. It's very important to understand the system you're working with, the system you're dealing with, what works there, what doesn't work there. Don't just get theoretical knowledge, get practical knowledge. It's very, very important that it goes beyond um, theory, get practical skills. He gave his example of when he went for an interview and someone told him, listen, your first class isn't going to work here. I'm sure that would have hurt a lot, like he said, but really get practical knowledge. <laughs> so holidays are not just for fun. Learn a skill, do some courses, get equipped because you need this in the outside world as, as much as possible. Okay. And lastly, um, he mentioned that your level of consistency must be high. So if you know that you want to get that first class, don't wait till the last minute. You need to start from year one, from first year. Um, start from the basics and start getting your grades high. I believe I summarized everything you said properly, right, David? Great, great. Yes, so thank you so much for joining us on Class Stars today. We wish you all the very best. I'm very, very sure you have plans to do Masters soon, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and I, I'm very, yeah, sure. very sure you're going to ace that too. Please let us know when you come up top of your classes, come up top of your class as well as a class star. Um, but we wish you all the very best over here at Project Lead. Okay, thank so thank, thank you, you all for listening in. Do join us next time for another episode. And bye for now. My name is Falake Morini Akon, and we will see you later. Thank you.